Good evening. I'm Zach Collins with your KSOM Sports Update. The number nine Cam Cougars finished the break in the best way possible with a 59-53 win over number 15 Exira EHK. This was the first win for the Cougars over the Spartans since December 11, 2018, where Cam won that game 64-53. Head coach Joe Wollum hopes that his girls' success heading towards a break helps them this week as they have back-to-back games this Thursday and Friday. Well, you know, it's kind of been a lopsided rivalry. So, uh, you know, for us to come out of there and get a win um, definitely gave us a little bit of uh, momentum headed into break. And hopefully we can use that as we get started here, um, you know, with back-to-back games Thursday, Friday when we get back. One player that stands out for Cam is Eva Stephenson. She is one of the top players in the region, averaging 22.3 points and 9.4 rebounds per game this season. Stephenson would be the first to say that through her success, she cannot do it without her teammates. Well, you know, she's just a competitor. Um, she loves to compete, loves loves the game of basketball, and, uh, you know, that keeps her going. And, and uh, the other thing she does very well, too, is she gets her teammates involved. She shares the basketball. Um, you know, so we had some other girls step up big in that exiring game. You know, Emma Fullman hits a shot clock buzzer beating three at a crucial time. So, you know, there are some other girls that have really been stepping up and doing their job. Kira Nichols was great. Meredith Rich with her defense has been phenomenal. So, um, you know, you know, Eva gets a lot of the headlines and scores a lot of the points, but there's a lot of other girls doing a, a very good job as well. While highlighting some of the other top talent on this team, Carly Dennis has had a big impact both offensively and defensively, with around five points scored a game on average. Coach Wollum has also been impressed with Kieran Nichols, who is second on the team in scoring with 10.4 points per game and in rebounding with 4.6 rebounds per game. Last but not least is Emma Fullman, who is not lighting up the stat sheet every night, but is selfless with the basketball and aggressive on defense. A lot of those seniors, you know, Carly Dennis, you know, first year senior, um, you know, she started, you know, started four or five games in a season. She took over a starting spot and, uh, you know, she can do a very, very good job. She can, when she's on, she's a great shooter for us, um, plays good defense. I mean, you know, like I talk about Meredith Rich, she's, you know, we always give her the assignment to guard the other team's best player. Doesn't matter if she's shorter because she's going to be shorter than a lot of the taller girls, but she doesn't matter. She's a, she, she's very feisty and will get after it. Kira Nichols, a girl that can score, light up the scoreboard for us on nights. Right now, always solid on defense as well if we can keep her out of foul trouble. And then I'll say like, like Emma Fullman, like she doesn't fill the stat sheet up, but she does timely things for us. She does a lot of the dirty, dirty work for us as well. As Cam has been one of the top teams in the state, Coach Walm is still looking to improve in a few aspects of the game. Specifically, he has focused on the transition defense and shooting the ball better from the perimeter and the charity stripe. As a team, Cam is just shooting 27.9% from the three and 61.1% from the free throw line. Well, you know, some things that, you know, we weren't great at before Christmas was some transition defense. You know, we're trying to nail that down a little bit better, you know, and then shooting the ball. You know, I still don't think we're shooting the ball from the three-point line as good as this team can be. And, you know, from the free throw line as well, I think those are two things that we can really do. And I've spent a lot of time over break trying to get those things going. So right after break, we can come out and look like we haven't missed a beat. The Cougars will be coming out of the break with a tough game against Southwest Valley on Thursday. The Timberwolves are led by Mike Cormack, who knows this cam team inside and out and will be able to bring the pressure come Thursday night. Yeah, you know, it's a team that's it's been close games the last four or five years um, going back. 
you know, so that's something we really got to do. They're going to be prepared for us. Coach, Coach Cormack, um, you know, former Cam guy as well. He, he likes to come out and really, really wants this game. And, you know, they're going to come out with a lot of energy and then probably do, do some things to, to change us up that we're not going to be quite expected. So, you know, we got to be able to uh, change and adapt our game plan as well. Cam will host the Timberwolves this Thursday, January 4th at a non-conference matchup starting at 6 p.m. And moving from basketball to wrestling, the Harlan Cyclones wrestling team is gaining speed towards their return after the break. Austin West has more. New year, same team as the Harlan Cyclones wrestling squad returns from break in the new year with high hopes to reach a peak heading to the postseason with first-year head coach Adam Bendorf. According to Track Wrestling, the team is currently 3-2 in duels this season, but has had some great showings at tournaments so far this year with lots of possible state qualifiers. Coach Bendorf reflects on the first half of the season, saying he is proud of his guys and how they have competed, but knows they haven't hit that peak he is looking for later in the season quite yet. I think it's pretty typical for a lot of uh, wrestlers to get a little bit burned out. You kind of hit a wall uh, right towards the end of January. And um, so... You know, this year I've kind of tried to not push them too hard here in the first half of the season in hopes of being able to really turn it on after the break here. We're a few weeks out from when I'm hoping to see them peaking, you know. I mean, we want to peak right before districts, you know, right about about the time of qualifying for state. So we're going to be just turning things on here in the next week. Kicking it into gear means more conditioning and more early morning practices to make sure his athletes are in top shape for when they are getting ready for that postseason run. Over break, Coach Bendorf is also changing his coaching tactics slightly from the first half of the year. Where originally the wrestlers were focusing on fundamentals and how to do something, they are now transitioning to both how and why when it comes to those fundamentals. The goal now becomes implementing strategy into a match and what your opponent might do in different scenarios. The mental side of wrestling also becomes a focus for this postseason peak the Cyclones are looking for. Especially the younger wrestlers, I think when they get to districts, there's this subconscious part of you that wrestling is tough and you, you almost don't want to go to state because you just want the season to be over. And so I'm, I'm really kind of focused on just trying to mentally prepare them for the long haul, talking to them about you know finding their why. If you've got championship goals, you've got to have a championship work ethic. There will be plenty of wrestlers to watch out for in the second half of the season, with a strong group of juniors and seniors, including three state qualifiers from the 2022-23 season, in juniors Jesse Jens, Spencer Fink, and Brody McKinley. Harlan Wrestling returns to the mat on January 4th as part of a triangular duel featuring the Cyclones, the Atlantic Trojans, and the Denison Schleswig Monarchs starting at 5.30 p.m. I'm Austin West reporting. And in collegiate news, number 13 LSU beat Wisconsin by just four today, 35-31 the final score there. And the Chiefs at Citrus Bowl, number 21 Tennessee shutting out number 17 Iowa, 35 to nothing. And the Fiesta Bowl, number 8 Oregon over number 23 Liberty, 45 to 6 ending Liberty's undefeated season. And moving on to the college football playoff semifinal games in Rose Bowl action. Number one, Michigan currently taking on number four, Alabama. And in the college football playoff semifinal Sugar Bowl, number two, Washington will take on number three, Texas tonight at 7.45 p.m. For news, sports, and more, check out our website at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Zach Callens with this sports update.